Welcome to the Bean Town Boys podcast. However you're listening, wherever you're listening, we'd like to thank you guys for coming in to listen to the podcast. Um, so it's just going to be me today. I'm flying solo. It's going to be all about week two NFL. Um, no college. College is going on right now. If you're betting that, I hope you're winning. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's first recap the Thursday night game. Tampa Bay won 20 to 14. They covered the seven point spread. They won 250 on uh, at plus 250 on the money line. Uh, total was 48. It stayed under. I got a couple uh, thoughts on that game before we move into this week's slate. Um, the Panthers are done. You heard it here first. They are done. Cam Newton's hurt. Um, they had a fourth down in inches from about the four-yard line. All he had to do was uh, fall forward on a QB sneak. Instead, Ron Rivera draws up some sort of absolute crazy play, a pitch to McCaffrey to the outside. He gets dragged out of bounds, game over. Um, it's not the same team that you've seen. It's not the same Cam. Um, in Cam Newton's last uh, two games this season, he's rushed five times for negative one yards. That's not the same Cam Newton. Um, the defense, they didn't look great. I also think it might be Will Greer time, uh, the transfer to West Virginia from Florida. Uh, I think you'll be seeing him in the near future. Um, I obviously don't think they can make the playoffs in that division with Will Greer as their starter, even though I'll be rooting for him. But uh, I think they're done. And uh, real quick on the Bucks, I just want to say their run defense has been phenomenal. Um, in week two, they held Christian McCaffrey for 16 carries for 37 yards. That's phenomenal after what McCaffrey did to the Rams the previous week. They also um, held Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, and Matt Breda for 30 carries for 90 yards. That's awesome. The, the defense looks great for the Bucks. Um, their next three games, they're home versus the Giants. They got the Rams and then the Saints. That's a huge upcoming three if the Bucks are going to make a playoff run. Um, they're going to have to s- stop Saquon Barkley. He's pretty much the whole Giants offense. Um, then they got Todd Gurley and Alvin Kamara. So, I mean, the Bucks are right there. If it wasn't for a couple uh, stupid turnovers by Winston, he, they could be 2-0 and right now looking down at the – Giants at home next week, which I'm sure they're going to be the favorites. So, pretty impressed with the Bucks so far. Even though I mean, I don't like Jameis, but I mean they uh, they've been playing good. If they can establish the run, I mean uh, Godwin looks good. I don't know what's up with uh, the tight end OJ Howard. He looks invisible. I don't know what happened to him, um, but the defense for the Bucks looks excellent. Um, so that's the recap on the Thursday game. Let's go right into the slate. Here's the one o'clocks. Um, couple of things going into the slate. I got a couple facts. Pretty much on every game, um, I got five picks that I like, really like, and I got a couple leans as well. So let's get into it. So we got the LA Chargers going into the Detroit Lions tomorrow, one o'clock. Uh, the spread here is um, the Chargers are given two and a half. 
It, over under is 47 and a half. Um, here's my fact on this one. The Chargers are 5-1 and one against the spread in the last six games in the early afternoon. So in the early kickoffs, the 1 o'clock slate, the Chargers are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six. The key matchup in this game, I'll tell you right here, it's going to be Rick Wagner and Taylor Decker versus the defensive line of the uh, Chargers, which is Bosa and Ingram. Decker and Wagner... Um, the Lions blew an 18-point lead, in case you missed it, uh, and their tackles were horrible. They allowed four sacks combined. Matt Stafford dropped back 51 times, and he was pressured in 24 of them. There's something wrong with that offensive line. Um, the Chargers, their defense didn't look great as well. They gave up, uh, I think it was 174 yards at home to, to uh, Marlon Mack. I mean, uh, they got... I mean, carry on Johnson, the running back for Detroit. This could be a, a game where we see a lot of him. Matt Patricia, I don't know what happened. I don't know how he loses that game. Well, I'm sorry, they tied, but, you know, whatever. Um, uh, I count it as a loss when you're up 18 going into the uh, sec- in the second half and you lose it. Um, I would actually lean the Chargers in this game. It's not a play for me, but I like the Chargers. I think Matt Patricia's days are numbered. Um, I haven't seen any fight in this team, although uh, I do like TJ Hawkinson, the uh, new tight end for the Lions, but uh, it just seems like the same old Lions every year. Um, Can they win this one at home? They could, but I like the Chargers. I like Bosa and Ingram to get after it. Um, Rivers look pretty good. Keenan Allen looked pretty good. It doesn't look like they miss Melvin Gordon. I mean, Eckler looked great. Justin Jackson looked good. Uh, so my lean here would be the Chargers. It's not a play. It's a lean. Moving on, we got Dallas at Washington. Washington's home dog getting six. Over-under is 46-and-a-half. Um, couple injuries that you want to keep your eye on for Washington. Darius Geis is out their running back so it looks like adrian peterson's going to be the next in line there i don't know what you're getting from him at his age um also jordan reed's out for the second week in a row with a concussion i mean it seems like every week he's out i don't know the last time he even played my stat here is the over the total has gone over in six of the last seven uh matchups between this two and the average point margin was 51.29 points so again the over here in six of the last seven a couple things on dallas zeke split carries last week i think that was just because he was just coming back he missed all of uh, i'm sure you guys know he held out most of the preseason uh he missed all of that uh, you got Dak Prescott. He looked great under Kellen Moore's new system. He threw for 405 yards and four touchdowns. He only threw it 32 times. Um, so I don't have a lean in this game. This is a divisional game. Uh, very tough to pick. Usually Washington plays tough at home. Um, but I wouldn't bet on Case Keenum at quarterback. So I would stay away from that game. Uh, my next game is Minnesota. At Green Bay, this is actually going to be my first play. Um, I got a couple facts to support it. Green Bay's minus two and a half with the over under of 43. 
I like Green Bay in this game, minus 2.5. Hopefully if you can get it at 2.5, not 3. I like Green Bay. The Packers have scored 23 points in 11 of their last 13 home games versus Minnesota. Um, I think this game's going to be close. Minnesota... Um, they ran the ball excellent last week. I, it seems like the better this team doesn't have to worry about Kirk Cousins, the better they the better they are. So, um, in their last thirty three regular season meetings between this t- these two, twenty two of those games have been decided by seven points or less. So, in their last thirty three, twenty two of them have been decided by seven or less. Um, I just really like what I saw about saw from Green Bay on that opening night game. Um, if Green Bay has a defense, watch out. I also uh, saw that Rodgers is wearing the um, the wristband on his wrist, so it may, they might be going hurry up. I think Rodgers is at his best when they're going hurry up. Um, in their last six home games versus the Vikings, Green Bay's four one and one against the spread. That's 4-1-1 one, and one against the spread. And let me tell you something about Rodgers versus Minnesota in his career. He's passed for 5,307 yards, 42 touchdowns, and just three picks. That passer rating is good for 109.7. That's the second highest passer rating out of any quarterback besides Kurt Warner at 112 all-time. So I think Rodgers gets it done here. I like Green Bay. I'll lay the points at home. Um, Lambeau, tough place to go in and get a win. And week one, one thing I'll say throughout this podcast, just because a team looked horrible or great in week one, the NFL is a new season every week. So it doesn't mean Minnesota's going to go in and, and beat Green Bay. They looked great last week. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's back. Um, but look at the quarterbacks here. Aaron Rodgers or Kirk Cousins. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. He's at home. I'll lay the points. So Green Bay is my first one. Minus two and a half. I got another play here. Um, This one is Seattle at Pittsburgh. The uh, spread here is minus three and a half. The over-under is 47. Um, Another play here, I like Pittsburgh, minus three and a half. I know they got blasted by the Patriots uh, last Sunday night. This is their home opener. Um, Mike Tomlin was pissed. I think, I mean, I don't think they'll fire him, but uh, who knows that uh, there's definitely pressure on him to win here. And uh, my thing about Seattle, they're great at home, especially in September. They're 12 and 0 at home in September since 2012. Since 2012, however, on the road they're 1 and 8 uh, straight up, and they're 0 8 and 1 against the spread in their last nine on the road. Seattle did not look good last week. Um, they only won by a point. They were 10 point favorites. Um, uh, they gave up 418 yards to Andy Dalton. I mean, come on, Andy Dalton. Um, they had John Ross go for 7 and 158. Uh, their defense, I mean, their their new signing, Trey Flowers, he had 10 tackles. But Clowney, two tackles. I mean, he did have a sack, but, I mean, he, he almost looked invisible at times. And this was the lowly Bengals at home. I mean... 
I wasn't impressed with what I seen with uh, Seattle, and I just think this is a bounce back for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, actually, one thing about them last week versus the Patriots, they were very, very, very good against the run. They held Sony Michelle to 15 carries for 14 yards. They held Burkhead, Michelle, and James White to 27 carries for 84 yards. So even though the pass defense was horrible, they let Brady get whatever he wants. The run defense was still there. I think they shut down Chris Carson. I don't think Russell Wilson has the weapons. I think they can cover Tyler Lockett. Uh, I think they can find someone to cover DK Metcalf. I don't know who Seattle's tight end is. They never go to a tight end. And Big Ben, I like a bounce back game for him. I think they're going to be able to establish the run. Um, Seattle's defense, I mean, they can be leaky versus the run. Uh, Joe Mixon wasn't able to get it going because he got hurt. Um, so, And I also th- don't think Cincinnati ran it because they were having so much success passing the ball. Um, so I like Pittsburgh. Uh, I wish it was three, but it's not. I like Pittsburgh minus three and a half at home in their home opener versus Seattle. Um, that's my pick in that game. Arizona going into Baltimore. Baltimore coming off a schlacking. They crushed the Dolphins, 51-10. Um, this game's uh, minus 13, and the over-under is 46 um, I don't have a play on this game just because um, I don't trust Baltimore still, even though Jackson looked great. And um, I also don't trust Arizona. I have a couple stats for you guys on this on this game. Uh, since 2010, the Ravens are 3-11 against the spread as a du- double-digit favorite. So they're 3-11 covers 11 non-covers as a double digit favorite that's 10 plus Um, but here's the thing about Arizona why I wouldn't bet them they come out sleepwalking in games on the east coast at one o'clock they're two 12 and one in their last 15 games at one o'clock on the east coast so um I guess I kind of would lean under here, but with the Ravens offense, I mean, one play to Marquise Brown, and that could be seven points. So I don't really have a play in this game. Um, I definitely wouldn't bet Arizona, even though Kyler Murray did look pretty good. Um, But this is a different animal on the road. Baltimore's home opener. Baltimore's got a great defense. Um, I don't have a play in this game. Let's go to Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, Houston's op- opened up at uh, eight and a half. They're now up to nine. They're giving nine to Jacksonville. Over/under is forty-three. I got no play here. But one thing I will say: if you're gonna bet this game, check the injur- injuries. Um, Jacksonville today ruled out AJ Boye and Marquise Lee. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe's out. And Cam Robinson, I got as a game-time decision, but I also saw that he might be out. Um, Houston, they played very good. Actually, out of all the losing teams last week, I thought they looked the best. Uh, They probably should have won. I like them at home. I just think nine points is too much um, in a divisional game. Um, The under here, um, that's gone... The under has gone four out of the last five meetings. It's gone under four times. Um, So that might be something to look at. Jacksonville's starting Gardner Minshew. Um, 
He looked decent last week, nothing great, but I also think when he came in versus Kansas City, they pretty much thought they already had it in the bag. Um, I didn't think Jacksonville at any point had a t- had a chance to win that game. Um, Houston's at home in this one. I think the defense is going to look to redeem themselves after, I mean, they let Breeze do whatever he wanted on Monday Night Football. So I kind of like Houston. It's not a play for me, but I would I would go with Houston. I definitely like uh, Houston to win the game at least. Moving on, we got San Fran at Cincinnati. Uh, that one, that line has been moving all week. It opened up, I believe, with San Fran as a one-and-a-half favorite. It's now shifted to Cincinnati minus one with an over-under of 46. Um, another game I wouldn't touch. Uh, San Fran, they were lucky to win last week versus Tampa Bay. Jimmy G didn't look great. Um, it was just, I I think Jameis Winston gave that game away, honestly. Um, Cincinnati, they uh, keep an eye on Joe Mixon, make sure he plays. I'm not sure. He got banged up last week. Obviously, they're going to be without A.J. Green. Um in their last 10 meetings between these two guys, the favorites against the spread are 2-7-1. and one. So the, um, the minus one to Cincinnati here might be something to keep an eye on if it flips back to San Fran, if San Fran's giving points at kickoff. Um, I would just stay away from it. I wouldn't bet on Dalton at home. Um, I also think San Fran's playing their second road game in a row. They're going from Tampa... Um, a warm climate to a cold climate in Cincinnati. Uh, just a game I wouldn't I wouldn't want to play. Um, I don't have a lean on it either. Okay, next game, Indy at Tennessee. Uh, this is my third play. I think they got the wrong favorite here. Tennessee's minus three, 43 and a half. Um, I'm taking Indy plus three. Indy looked good. I watched that whole game. Uh, I watched that whole game last week. Uh, the Colts are 13 and two, and 12 and three against the spread in their last 15 versus the Titans. They're 13 and two straight up, and 12 and three against the spread uh, in their last 15 versus the Titans. I think Brissett actually looked pretty good. He threw for 190 and two touchdowns. He didn't have a pick. Uh, he looked comfortable. Uh, one thing I wanted to see was if T.Y. Hilton was going to be phased out of the game plan. Obviously, that wasn't the case. He caught nine balls for 87 yards and two touchdowns. Um, And Marlon Mack, I mean, what a day he had. 174 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I don't think he'll do that again versus Tennessee. Tennessee's defense is pretty stout. But um, one thing I will say about Tennessee is the score against Cleveland was a little bit inflated. They had two pick sixes and a safety. And uh, actually, Cleveland was at the point where they couldn't run, um, but Chubb was actually doing pretty decent. He had 16 for 74 before Cleveland went into desperation mode and had a pass every down. So um, I like Indy. I think their offensive line played pretty good versus the Chargers last week. Um, They only gave up two sacks. Um, Indy has had success in Tennessee. Like I said, they're 13-2 and two in their last 15 meetings. Um, so I, I actually think they got the wrong favorite here. I like Indy plus three. Um, 
Uh, I wouldn't touch the money line, but I think Indy covers here. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, as far as Tennessee, Mariota was, was I mean, his numbers look good, but I, I don't think he's anything special, honestly. And uh, the Colts will be able to cover A.J. Brown this time around, the rookie. Uh, they should be able to cover Delaney Walker. I think the Colts just have more weapons. I expect a letdown from Tennessee after a big win. Um, they go back home. Indy shouldn't be afraid to go into Tennessee. I like Indy plus three. That's my third pick. All right, moving on. Um, Buffalo at the Giants. This is plus uh, Giants plus two, over under 44 and a half. Uh, watch out for a Buffalo letdown here after they went into the Jets, into the Meadowlands and won. Um, here's the key stat here if you like the Giants. The Bills are 2-8 against the spread in their last 10 on the road after they covered in the previous game. So 2-8 and eight in their last 10 away games after covering in their previous game. So uh, I don't think they could cover here. I actually I kind of like the Giants a little bit, but the whole Eli Manning, I, I can't put money on me. Eli Manning. I just can't do it. Um, if it was Daniel Jones, I think the spread would actually move to the Giants being the favorite. Um, but I don't have a play in this game. Um, so we'll move on. Next game, I got to play in this game, though. Patriots at Miami. I like Miami, plus 19. Uh, the spread was as high as 20. It went down to 18. It's back up to 19 today. Uh, over under here is 14 and a half. Uh, I'm sorry, 48 and a half. Um, here's my reasoning for Miami, even though you guys are saying, what the fuck. Um, 19 point spread since. Uh, since the year 2002, that was the year the NFL expanded to 32 teams. There's been seven matchups involving a 19-point favorite. One, one time that they've covered. One in six. The only cover was Seattle over Jacksonville in 2013. Four of those times, New England was involved. They didn't cover any time. Three of the last four years, the Pats were a favorite, a 10-plus uh, favorite at Miami. They lost outright twice. For some reason here, the Pats always struggle in Miami. I don't know what it is. It might be the water. I have no idea. The, the, the Dolphins looked horrible, but this is the NFL. Every team can look different week after week. 19 points, I, I mean, that... That's unheard of. That's too many points. The Dolphins, Brian Flores, he he's a disciple of Belichick. I think he'll slow this game down. He'll limit the possessions for Brady. He'll run Kenyon Drake, which he, which he wasn't able to do last week because they were down by 100. Uh, I think they they get Kalen Balazs, uh involved here. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I like Miami plus 19. The Patriots looked phenomenal. Antonio Brown is going to play, but how how effective is he going to be? Will the Patriots be able to run? They didn't have success running against uh, Pittsburgh like I just gave you. Miami at home, it is a tough place to play. It will be hot. The, uh, the Patriots, they go in there year after year. It is always a battle. Miami plus 19 is my fourth pick. Uh, only 
six, seven times has that happened in the NFL. They've where a nineteen plus point favorite. There, there's been one cover in four of those games. The Patriots were involved as a nineteen point favorite. They did not cover any time. In three of the last four years, the Pats were a ten plus point favorite at Miami. They lost outright twice. Okay, Miami plus nineteen. I like that play. Okay, moving on to the four o'clock games. Kansas City at Oakland, not a play for me. Oakland's plus seven, plus uh, over under fifty three and a half. I'm not betting against uh, Patrick Mahomes. I learned my lesson. I liked uh, Jacksonville last week, plus three and a half. I like the money line. I don't. I don't. I'm not touching. Uh, I'm not betting against Mahomes. Here's the one stat though. If you do like Oakland in the points, the Chiefs. Okay. Are fourteen and three against the spread since December twenty thirteen in divisional road games. That's road games inside the AFC West. They're fourteen and three, but get this: that three of those three against the spread losses. Guess where they were in the black hole at Oakland. So their only three losses against the spread in the divisional games on the road were against Oakland. So that's a little bit of a reason why to like Oakland. I'm not touching it. I don't think this offense misses a beat without Mahone, uh, without Tyreek Hill. Um, I liked what i seen from Oakland. Uh, this is a different animal, though. This isn't Denver. This is Kansas City. Um, not playing this game, but keep that stat in mind if you like it. Uh, moving on to the second 4 o'clock game, um, we got, this might be the game of the day, New Orleans at the Rams, Rams a minus 2, over-under is 52, um, obviously a rematch from the NFC Championship, uh, Saints you might be saying are looking for a um, revenge, So, um, but be careful, the Saints are on a short week. In their last five games coming off of Monday Night Football, they're 0-5 versus the spread. So in their last five games that they came off of Monday Night Football, they're 0-5 against the spread. Okay. Thing about L.A., why I don't like them, what's up with Todd Gurley? Um, 10 yards last week, was that it? I think six carries for 10 yards, something like that. Um, they're not using them at the goal line. I mean, that that's scary. What's going on with that? Um, Jared Goff, he's, he's a different player at home. He's more comfortable at home. Um, but the Saints, like I said, the revenge factor. So I don't know about that game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. It's going to be a great game to watch. Um, I don't have anything on that game other than uh, the short week stat. So enjoy that game, though. It should be a hell of a game. Okay, my last pick. This is my fifth pick. This is it. Eagles at Falcons, plus two. This is Sunday night football. Plus two, 52 and a half. Um, that's the over-under, 52 and a half. I just want to say one thing for you guys that are playing daily fantasy. Get Julio Jones in your lineup. In the last four games against Philly... Julio Jones has averaged nine catches for 136 yards. Nine catches for 136 in, a, in his last four against Philly. He will eat versus uh, the Eagles Sunday night. I like Atlanta plus two. I like Atlanta money line. Um, the Eagles beat at, uh, Atlanta twice last year, including knock, uh, including uh, once in the. Pl- I'm sorry, they beat 
Atlanta twice last year. Um, they Atlanta lost week one to uh, Carolina and week one last year. They bounced back by winning uh, the following week. The thing about Atlanta, they need to get Freeman more involved. He, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see him have a carry the whole week. I mean, they got to get him involved. Philly's secondary is in danger here. They gave up. Uh, a boatload of chunk plays versus, I mean, Case Keenum. This is a make-or-break game for the Falcons. Like I said, I have the Falcons over 8.5 wins. This game I have to have. I have to have the Falcons plus 2 here. I need them to win outright. Philly's secondary should get exposed. The thing is, is what worries me is Philly's pass rush. They have to keep uh, Matt Ryan upright. Um, I think... Calvin Ridley has a good game. I think Sanu has a good game, but I think Julio, you got to get him in your daily fantasy lineup. Uh, also in this game, the uh, in this series between the Falcons and Eagles, the visitors are two and ten straight up in their last twelve. So two and ten straight up in their last twelve to the away team. So the home team has won ten is ten and two. Uh, I like the Falcons here. I think this is a must win for them. So my five picks are in. Um, I like Atlanta plus two. I like Atlanta money line. I like Miami plus 19. I like the Colts plus three. I like Pittsburgh minus three and a half. And I like Green Bay minus two and a half. Those are my five picks for the weekend. And uh, with that being said, I'll let you guys go. Have a good rest of a Saturday and good luck tomorrow. All right, take care.